the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. It's amazing how hate can cause almost total blindness. Came across an article that just defies reason, logic. It's, I mean, it is absolutely incredible. It's a story out of Seattle, and of course we know that Seattle is left, left, left. Seattle's a beautiful city. I've only been there once. Uh, yeah, went up to the top of the tower, the uh, needle, and uh, anyway, uh, it's a beautiful city, or at least it was. The uh, liberal progressive left have done to Seattle what they've done to the whole state of California. Uh, cities like uh, Portland, Oregon, they've ruined it and they've destroyed it. Anyway, anyway, recently... There was a large demonstration in Seattle from the, you ready for this? Queers for Palestine. Yeah. Queers for Palestine. They were wearing the kafia or kafia, I'm not quite sure. You know, the scarf that they wear, sometimes around their neck, sometimes on their head, that is an indication of Palestinian solidarity. We see some members in Congress wearing it. And again, that checkered pattern, Yasser Arafat used to wear it all the time. Anyway, a large demonstration in Seattle against Israel and for Hamas. And they identified themselves as queers for Palestine, and they declared a, and I'm quoting from their demands, a homosexual intifada. Now, if you know anything about what an intifada is, is it is an armed uprising. It's not just a demonstration. It's war. It's an armed uprising. So a group of radical homosexuals are protesting in Seattle. They call themselves Queers for Palestine, and they're holding signs demanding an homosexual intifada. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. If you are a homosexual... In a Palestinian, a predominantly Palestinian 
city, country, Gaza, uh, you could be executed. Homosexuality is against the law. You know, I'm not making this up. If you don't believe me, check it out for yourself. Hamas hates homosexuals. In the Gaza Strip, LGBTQIA plus people face arrest, torture, what is called extrajudicial killings based purely on your sexual orientation. So get this. These people hate Israel so much. They hate Jews so much that they are supporting an organization that would kill them. If they actually went and lived among the Palestinians, they would probably be arrested, locked up, They could receive a lengthy prison sentence, or they could be executed. In the Palestinian-controlled West Bank, there are no LGBTQIA rights. And here, here is where it gets really, really, really bizarre. It is not unusual... For gay Palestinians, either in Gaza or the West Bank, it is not unusual for gay Palestinians to flee to Israel for refuge because in Israel, LGBTQIA people have absolute constitutional equality with anyone else. In Israel... LGBTQIA rights are codified in Israeli law. So, how, honestly, how could people be so dumb? Well, here's my contention, my theory. Their hatred for Jews and Israel is so deep that their hatred has completely blinded them of reality. Palestinians do not offer gay rights. You check out almost, not all, but almost all predominantly Muslim countries, and homosexuals do not have rights. They do not. Not in all, but in most. Arabic, Muslim-majority countries. And yet you have this, this large group of protesters in the streets of Seattle calling for a homosexual intifada to destroy Israel 
and support the Palestinians. I don't think it is far-fetched to say this would be like Jews supporting the Nazis. This would be like Jews in Germany having a pro-Hitler rally. That's unthinkable. Of course it's unthinkable. Well, Queers for Palestine is no less unthinkable. And that makes the members of Congress that are pro-Palestine even more bizarre because they hitch their star to the Democrat left, the progressive left, who stand for homosexual rights, and yet we have several members of Congress protesting Israel, condemning Israel, and praising the Palestinians. So they're out of step with their own political party as well. But hatred is a very strong, strong force. And so many in the world have been raised to hate Jews and hate Israel. And it completely blinds them to truth. All right. We're going to take the final break of the hour and we'll be back. wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net. I'm going to wrap things up. Um, I don't know whether you've heard this story, but um, there was so much controversy about the whole Russia-Ukraine thing. And I am convinced that neither side is all good. Now, I stand on the side of the people of Ukraine because they were invaded. Their sovereign territory was invaded by another sovereign country. And I've looked into all of the accusations about the Donbass area and the people there really want to be Russian and so forth. Um... I Listen, I'm not an expert on anything, but I know people in Ukraine. Again, that doesn't make me an expert, but I know people that are there. And the majority of the people in Ukraine do not want to be assimilated into Russia. Now, there are probably some regions, some areas, some cities that are Russian-speaking. Ukraine is similar to Moldova in that there are people who speak Ukrainian, there are people who speak Russian. In Moldova, it's Romanian and Russian. But for the most part, I stand on the side of the people of Ukraine and not Russia. 
I think Vladimir Putin is an evil man. I really do. And again, I base that on inside information. I've been to Russia. Again, that doesn't make me an expert on anything. I know people who live in Russia. I know missionaries who have worked in Russia. And I'm convinced that Vladimir Putin claims to be a Christian. He's uh, Eastern Orthodox. I believe he's an evil person, a dictator, and doesn't care who he kills, who he slaughters. I just think he's an evil person. On the other hand, I'm not really convinced of the purity of Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. I'm I'm not. He has suppressed elections. He has suppressed religious freedom for particular groups because he believes that some religious groups within Ukraine are not completely supportive of his government. And uh, I don't think he has completely clean hands. Um, I think... It's the lesser of two evils, and Ukraine is the lesser of the two evils. All right? That's that's my position. I don't feel either side is completely right or completely wrong, but I think the um, the majority of support should be given to Ukraine. Should we give unlimited, unquestioned support to Ukraine? No. No, no. There must be an accounting. We have sent billions of dollars to Ukraine. And from what I can gather, we don't know where a whole lot of that has gone. We have no clue. We're just willy-nilly sending money, sending money. We can't do that. So I hope they win. I don't think either side is going to win. I think a peace treaty is going to have to be forged. And I think that parts of Ukraine will be given to Russia. I think that's going to be the end result. But, you know, what do I know? But I said all that to get to this story. I don't know whether you've heard it or not. A young American citizen, well, she has dual citizenship. She is Russian-born, but she became an American citizen several years ago. Uh, She is 33 years old. She lives in America. Uh, She lives, where does she, uh, it's not that important. Uh, It says somewhere here in the story. She lives here in America. This is now her home, and she has citizenship here and she has retained her citizenship in Russia. Okay, Uh, she lives in Los Angeles. She became a U.S. citizen in 2021. Well, recently, she went back to Russia to visit family. Well, that's not unusual. Okay, so American citizen living in Los Angeles goes back to Russian Russia to visit family, she's arrested and could spend years in prison. What did she do? Russian authorities found out that she donated $51.80 
to a New York-based charity that sends assistance to Ukraine. Primarily medical assistance. $51.80. That is the totality of the donations that she has made to a New York, a New York, it's not a Ukrainian charity. It is a New York based charity that sends assistance to Ukraine. $51.80. She has been charged with espionage. Uh, she was arrested in a city in central Russia. After returning home to visit her family, she is in jail in Russia, and if convicted, she faces up to 20 years in prison. Her family is pleading with the Biden administration to help get her freed. Her mother-in-law said, we're all in shock She's such a wonderful soul. She would never do anything evil to anyone. Uh, She would never do anything criminal. We are so worried because we are reading stories about Navalny's supporters being arrested for mourning him and so on and so forth. An American citizen, now she is a Russian citizen as well, arrested in Russia for donating a total of $51.80 to an American-based charity that Russia does not approve of. Yeah. Uh, You're going to have a hard time defending Vladimir Putin and Russia, folks. All right. Have a wonderful evening. Tomorrow I'll be broadcasting live from Akron. Have a great evening. But please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. This struck me as kind of strange, you know. We don't need... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.